This episode of Focus on This is brought to you by Compass, a monthly program to help full Focus Planner users stay on track with their goals. Learn more at focusonthispodcast.com slash compass. We can not I love, wait, on the air. I love, I love that she's like, you know what? It's fine. <laughs> Generally, it's okay. But Blake is hilarious. Hilarious. Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet, so you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays with your hosts, Courtney Baker and Blake Stratton. Hey, Blake. Hey, Courtney. How you doing? Sometimes I wish people could see the like silly stuff that we do as we start this episode. Right. It's really great audio when we're just doing these this weird hand motion that we yeah. do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, I have a story for you. Talk to me. Okay. Several weeks ago, our team got together with our spouses and went through Best Year Ever. Best Year Ever, which yeah. is? Which is a program for helping you set your goals. And basically, I got all of my goals for next year kind of, you know, at least drafted. Oh, my gosh. You're really selling it short. I was at your table. You, like, wrote all your goals <laughs> and put them into your planner. And you were done and like... Lightning yes, speed. I was like, it was very impressive. Yeah, I was ready to go. But the truth is, there were so many things I was like, I want to do all of these things. And like, I should just do them in the first quarter. Like, all of these things are so good. And it was actually really hard for me to be like, no, that I can't do that. Even though I want to, like, there, I was just so excited about 2020. Mm-hmm. I was pumped. And I wanted to do it all in the first quarter. Yeah, I've had that feeling before. New year, new me. It's that time of year you want to make a ton of changes, add in a bunch of healthy habits. You want to start reaching new achievements. And what happens by usually the second week, maybe not even that long into the year, is you feel overwhelmed. You feel like, wow, actually this is a lot because... You know what I think it is? I think we set our goals for the new year oftentimes when things are quiet, when we have some time off for the holidays, and we don't account for the busyness of everyday life. And so we end up feeling really overwhelmed. We've got too many goals. And then we let one drop, then another drop. And before we know it, we just feel like failures. We feel like, oh my gosh, can I even do this whole goal thing? I'm overwhelmed by so many goals. Right. So if you're anything like me, And you need a little reminder why it's so important to limit your focus to two to three goals per quarter. That's exactly what we're going to be talking about today. That's right. If you have your eyes set on this year and there's a lot of goals you want to do, guess what? The problem isn't you have too many goals. The problem is they're just in too much of a bunch. You can't have too many goals all crammed together. So the shift we want you to make is when you write your goals – Make this shift from an annual achievement to a quarterly focus. And we have three reasons that you should focus on only two to three goals per quarter. And ultimately, at the end of the year, when you look back, you're going to achieve way more than if you just crammed all the exciting things in the first quarter like I was tempted to do. At the end, you're going to be really successful. But before we dive into this, I want to introduce you to my man, Verbs. He's our producer, the coolest guy in the room. Verbs, how you doing? I'm doing great, Blake. Thank you for that introduction again. I always feel 
like Verbs doesn't like when we call him the coolest guy in the room. It's cool I've, is so overrated. Guys. Well, is it? Well, that's a classic cool guy thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather be the smartest guy in the room. Oh, than okay. The coolest guy in the room. The smartest. Okay. okay. Um, but uh, thank you for that introduction, guys. We have something to introduce in this podcast. We have a new product that we'll be releasing. It will actually be in a bonusode that we'll be sharing later, and we'll have a special guest Ooh. to give you the details. Yeah. Sounds very special. It, it, it actually was really special. <laughs> yeah, it's it's actually really exciting, and I can't wait for y'all to hear about it. Also, once again, thank you for everyone who is kicking up dust, chattering about all things planner inside the Full Focus Planner community. We appreciate you guys in there answering other people's questions, asking questions yourselves. If you're not in there yet, you want to make sure you go to Facebook and search for Full Focus Planner community, and uh, you can be in the mix as well. And I'm going to kick it back to you. Two. All right. So you don't have too many goals, people. This is an encouragement. If you're starting off the year with a lot of goals, just be careful of this one thing. They can't be too close together. Yeah, that's right. You're going to shift from an annual focus, which a lot of people, that's how we think about goals. Like traditionally, New Year's resolution, It's you're thinking about what am I going to accomplish over the course of a year? What we want you to do is make a shift where you're actually thinking about it for the quarter, and you're going to limit that to two to three goals. Right. So there are three reasons that you should have that quarterly focus. The first one is it concentrates your energy. So the last R in the SMARTER framework stands for relevance. This is where that comes in. Your goals need to be relevant. You can't achieve all of them at once. You literally just don't have the energy. Yeah, this is especially true with habit goals. And, you know, I was falling prey to this with my own goals because I just was excited about some of the things that I wanted to accomplish this year. And two of my habit goals, when I had a habit goal that was based on sleep, which maybe everybody Love listening that. is like, that doesn't sound very exciting. But oh. I was super. <laughs> oh, it sounds very exciting to me. Very relevant. Yeah. Um, I also had a goal about, a habit goal about meditation. And both of those, you know, in my head, I could justify, you know, I could I could somehow, you know, I can make both of these habit mm. goals Especially if work. you fall asleep when you meditate like I do. Hey, yeah. I could have just made it into one goal. But I was like, you know what? The better thing is actually for me to delay one of these habit goals because it's going to get my best energy if I do that. That's right. It's when you have that divided energy, when you try to do too many things at once, you kind of undermine your chance of success in both, right? So better to accomplish one this quarter and stack another one on top of it the next quarter, right? Rather exactly. than jeopardize the chance of success with both of those. Right. You feel like, hey, I don't get any sleep and I don't even have time to meditate about it. <laughs> well, and I knew that if I could if I could really install the habit, the sleep habit that I, you know, had dreamed up and concepted, that was going to allow me to really easily achieve my goal for meditation because by getting the sleep that I needed, I was going to be ready to do my meditation goal in the morning each day. Exactly. Which leads us to the second point, which is having this quarterly focus, limiting to only two to three goals per quarter, it gets results. This is what really works. So a typical habit goal, it can be installed. And when I say installed, I mean, when it literally becomes a habit, something you don't need to think about, something that doesn't require extra energy or discipline to do, 
it gets installed in about eight to 12 weeks, depending on the type of habit you're working on. So you could actually install three to four great habits per year. But if you try to do it all at once, and I know yeah. there's some of you driving in your car thinking about this, thinking about last year, going, oh, yeah, I was going to do this. I was going to work out. I was going to What do you mean more. last gonna... year? Right now, they're probably like, <laughs> they're, they've yeah. got a workout goal. They've got a you know, sleep goal. Yeah, my morning routine got... only takes four hours now <laughs> because I'm installing all my habit goals, right? Right. Right. So – uh, think about that. It, this is the way to get results to see big progress happen. Yeah, and on the flip side of that, achievement goals, many of them can be achieved in one quarter. You don't need the whole year to achieve them. You know, it might be something like in three months, you know, write a book, design a new product, or find a new job. You don't need a whole year. And by limiting that time frame, it's actually going to get your focus and then results. Exactly. So, but there are some goals that take all year, right, Courtney? Right. Those are things like maybe you have a financial goal for debt reduction or saving money, or maybe it's a profit goal or a revenue goal for your company. And so with those goals, what we want to do is break them into quarterly milestones. So treat each milestone as if it were a goal for that quarter. So really, you shouldn't have more than two or three goals or big milestones per quarter. We could kind of expand the rule to, to include that, right? Right. I think a word to the wise is, you know, sometimes we have these these annual goals that really take effort each quarter. And you've really got to be careful that if you have too many of those, because they really are going to take your effort each quarter. You know, if you break them down into milestones, that needs to count towards your limit of two to three. Yeah, that's a word of the wise. No cheating with, oh, well, I've got 15 milestones this quarter (laughs) and two goals. No, it doesn't work. So have this quarterly focus, one, because it concentrates your energy, two, because it gets results. What is the third big reason to have this quarterly focus, Courtney? It preserves your margin. Now, you know, Enneagram 3 here, high achiever, loves all the things. You know, I have to remind myself that goals are not my whole life. They're not. They're it's not. okay. You have a normal life. Goals are things that exist outside of typical resources and busyness of everyday life, right? Right. You can't spend all of your energy on goal achievement. It's delusional. Totally. That's why people fail. They feel like I'm bad at goal achievement, I think. And they've just really, uh, their eyes were bigger than their calendar. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you want to have time for family and friends and your hobbies and taking a vacation. Those things are important. <laughs> Is, are, are you saying that to yourself right now, Courtney? Are you reminding yourself of this? I'm reminding myself <laughs> of this and all the people. I just think this time of year is the time we get so focused on it that we can't Forget that just achieving goals isn't the only thing. Exactly. Goals are meant to enhance your life, not dominate your life. So in summary, if you find yourself struggling to hit all your goals, if you feel overwhelmed just by trying to do the whole goal thing, it might be because you're trying to concentrate on too many goals at one time. Yeah, right now we are giving you permission to look at your list of goals for this quarter and to say, I've got too many. And maybe you've got it just enough, you know. But I think this is the time to, to say, I've got too many, and I need to actually figure out which of these are the most important for this quarter. Exactly. I think this will be something to free people up. You want to shift from, it's good to have some 
energy, that risky energy of, boy, this is really going to require my energy and focus, that's different than constant stress and anxiety or, or a sense of you know shame that I'm, ne- I, I'm overwhelmed by my own goals. Michael has this phrase of creating a game you can win, and that's yeah. what this is about. You want to create a game you can win, so shift from an annual achievement focus to a quarterly focus, and you will feel in control all year long, and you'll probably be able to add goals because you may surprise yourself with how quickly you could actually achieve goals when you're really narrowing your focus. I know that happened to me this past quarter Mm -hmm. is I hit my goal for the quarter uh, and I had almost a month to spare. I did better, you know, I went further faster. And so then I was like, okay, what what kind of mini goals should I set for this last part of the quarter? But, you know, that's, that's a game that you can win. That's how to design it. All right, so it's the beginning of the year. And right now you've most likely got your list of goals for the year. So I think... A tip would be to look at it and see, is there a goal that I could actually install this first quarter that would help me achieve my other goals? Mm, Interesting. Yes. So it might be like, for example, even my sleep goal. I know that, hey, if I get this habit installed in the first quarter, it's actually going to help me achieve some of the other goals that I've laid out. But you may have another goal like... Well, I can can give an example of this. I I think... You know, as my wife and I were setting our goals for the year, uh, we had some financial goals, and then we also had some personal health goals. And in an interesting way, we we had to figure out when are we going to – we'll have to direct some financial resources for some of our health goals. You know, it's not just physical. It's mental, emotional health, uh, those things we want to invest in. And we actually felt like, yeah, we want to reach these other financial goals of savings and debt management and that good stuff. But you know what? If we invest in this area of our health first, we really think that's going to set us up for success when we start doing the hard work of money management. And so we made the decision you know, to make sure that we were relevant in this quarter to invest in that first because, one, you know, if we try to do both at the same time, they may actually compete for resources. But two, by putting the mental and emotional and physical health investment first, we felt like that sets us up for success for those financial goals later this year. Yeah, and this really helps you if you're someone sitting listening to this podcast and you're like, actually, I have like six goals right now for this quarter. This is a w- another way for you to kind of filter and bring that back down to two to three goals for this quarter. Great. So I'm looking forward to uh, talking to a listener about this as well. Um, before we get there, though, Verbs, I wanted to check back in with you. Thanks for checking in, Blake. I'm still here. I'm just checking the, in. You haven't smartest, said much in a while. The smartest guy in the room? Oh, He's yes. the smartest guy in the room. I want that to be true, but I'm in the presence <laughs> of two planner gurus. I will give you so. both some kind of test and we'll we'll be able to declare. <laughs> All right. Once again, thank you guys so much for listening to the show. And we know you're doing so because you are rating and reviewing the show on iTunes. Thank you so much. Give me I, those five stars. Five stars. There's quite a few five stars on there. Actually, I'm going to read one right now. I'm sending a shout out to Nene A. Uh, They write, love this podcast, short and sweet, highly entertaining, great hosts. And I'm not making this up. She says, Verb's voice is like butter. Mm. And the show makes me want to hang out with them in real life or work with them. Thank you so much, Nene. Blake, you're waiting to say something. Oh, yeah. I've got my my dinner roll out. It's steamy. You know, unfurl that. And then just Verb's. Butter. Butter. Like butter. Let's uh, let's keep it moving and get to our next caller. 
Hello. Hey, Sean. It's Courtney and Blake from Focus on This. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. Thanks for joining us on the call today. Uh, Today, we're talking about how you limit your goals to two to three per quarter. Is that something you do? And if so, how do you go about approaching that each year? Yeah, so we definitely uh, try and limit that to two to three just because we find that well, the more really big things that we have, we uh, we find ourselves getting fractionated across a whole bunch of different uh, things to focus on. And when we're trying to deal with those big rocks first, and we've got to set the priorities for uh, just a couple things, a couple big things that we need to work on because the day-to-day activities can feel overwhelming. So, so we, we definitely use the planner to put them in, um, but in order to have... Uh, just everyone be able to see what those priorities are, both yearly and quarterly. We have a project specific to um, Asana called Big Three, where we put our yearly in there, then we put our quarterly. And so we can actually see all of our past um, objectives and uh, in the archive section and things like that. So it's worked out really well for multiple people to be able to see that and stay focused. That's really cool. And I'm honestly, I'm not surprised to hear that at all, Sean. Uh, for the listeners, we're friends with Sean because he is responsible and his company uh, that he owns is responsible for all of the tech set up for Michael Hyatt and company. And we like tech here we, at Michael yeah, Hyatt and company. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's true though. So it's interesting, you know, for someone like you, Sean, that um, is well-versed in software and technology, how, does, how do you use the planner uh, on a daily basis, and how does that integrate, or what kinds of things do you do to integrate technology without you know losing the power of the analog approach of the planner? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I start with technology. I start with my calendar being uh, all digital in Google. I have an online scheduling system, so if someone wants to book time with me, it goes through that system. So I automate as much as possible on that end for the scheduling, but I've used the, uh, I've used my ideal week. So I put my ideal weekend and that's what opens up my availability in the first place so that people can't book outside of that. I know a lot of people are scared of that sort of thing. So, um, I set up uh, all of these boundaries by uh, starting with the ideal week and I plug that in, I open up my availability and I have an online calendar that, um, other people in my company can see. So exactly what I want to share is available for everyone else. So we can have these corporate calendars. And so everything is there um, and it syncs across all of our devices, which is awesome. And I think it's totally necessary in a corporate environment um, or just, you know, if you've got a busy life, you start there with technology. And then all of my tasks day to day, those go in Asana and and my to-do project management software, because it's a great way to be able to segment out all of the different things that you're working on and need to get done. However, it can be overwhelming when you start looking at your big calendar. So the first thing in the morning, I go analog. Um, I need that paper and I need to sit down and review my quarterly goals at the front of the planner, see what am I working on, what's my big three for the week. And I'm establishing all of these priorities uh, and everything that I work on 
before I open up my computer, before I allow the rest of the world to come in and start telling me how they think that I should start my day. I need to set my own stuff first. And so having that paper and sitting down with my coffee and my chair in the morning, uh, thinking through, you know, what what is the most important thing that I need to do today? I've got appointments to fulfill. I have tasks that need to get done. But I come back to those big two to three goals that I set for the quarter, and that's how I start my day. And then I look at my calendar on my computer, and I fill in for the day what my appointments are. That's awesome. And I'm glad you brought up an important part of the hybrid system, which is coffee in the morning. (laughs) Absolutely. That's awesome. I think that's really helpful. I think that's a question we get a lot about how do you balance, you know, using an analog system with a digital system. I think that gives a lot of great insight and tips for everybody listening. Exactly. And I love that you start with, you use the word filter and to use the planner as, hey, this is going to be my filter for today. Before anyone else tells me what is important, I'm starting with what are my two to three goals you know, it sounds like you can really concentrate your energy that way and Absolutely. concentrate your focus. And then when things come across your desk or come across really Asana or that those digital platforms that you have installed, you can more easily filter that out, it sounds like. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, and you know, sometimes emergencies come up and you deviate from that, but it's at least starting in the right direction. And, you know, when I started uh, using the planner, I did the daily pages first, and sometimes those worked for me, and sometimes they didn't. And then I switched to really prioritizing that weekly preview and doing the weekly preview that set the tone for the week. And I thought, and I looked back on what happened last week. Do I need to stop doing something? <laughs> Do I need to start doing something else? And that whole thing of setting the tone for the week has actually been even more helpful than. Uh, than the daily. The, the whole point of this, I guess, is just to, you know, set your focus on what you want. And, uh, and just by doing that, I've made massive progress forward over the years. And this past year being my most successful yet, I've been using the planner for probably two and a half, three years now. That's awesome. I could not agree with you more for anybody out there that's listening that is still just using the daily pages, the weekly preview. I'm like, that's where the magic is. It really is. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for joining us, Sean. It was really great. I think people are going to love these tips that you've had. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Thanks, Sean. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Okay, sounds good. Bye. All right, so Blake, any final thoughts on this episode? I do have a final thought. So there may be people listening who are hearing us talk about the benefits of setting only two to three goals per quarter, and they agree. (laughs) They're, They're all in on that, but how am I going to pare this down? I feel like I have too many goals that are urgent and important. How am I ever going to pare this down? And to you, I would say, get out of your own head. You know, Share this uh, with others. Maybe it's a friend or a spouse. Just get some outside input because uh, there's opportunity for you to think about things differently, and it will be worth it. It will be worth prioritizing. Trust me, what you feel like you will lose... I promise you, you will more than make up with the gain that you get with setting only two to three goals per quarter. That's awesome and so true. And I want to remind everybody, we have a really special bonus episode coming this week with somebody really special. Mm -hmm. It's actually going to help you do what we talked about today on this episode. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
So we'll actually be talking to you later this week again. Um, Until then, thanks for joining us on Focus on This. That's right. Please share the podcast with your friends. If you're liking it, use the hashtag Focus on This Podcast. And we'll see you on the very special bonus ode later on. But until then, stay stay focused. focused. This episode of Focus on This is brought to you by Compass, a monthly program to help full Focus Planner users stay on track with their goals. Learn more at focusonthispodcast.com slash compass.